Hey guys, we are the TVBs. We're back. We apologize deeply for the six and a half month break, but I'm Ryan. And I'm Gina. Do you remember us? I hope you do. I barely remember this season because it started, what, two years ago? If that. I don't even know what day, what month, what week we're in right now, but all I know is that we're back, right? All I know is it's a Tuesday and we're both negative for COVID. We are both negative for COVID. So there's that. Cheers to that. First cheers of the pod. That's no matter how what you know you're drinking, back. cheers, guys. <laughs> and we hope that it's not water. Speaking of drinks, um, tonight we are both having clear alcohol. So you could have silver rum, silver tequila, or vodka. Just make sure it's not that colored UV shit. <laughs> this is in light of clear one, the pregnancy test. Just kidding. <laughs> really, um, the rapid test that I just took to make sure that Ryan and I could meet in person for this event. I'm calling it an event because six months not together in person doing this podcast is a little excessive. We're having a party tonight with you guys, and I've missed talking to you guys so much. So whatever you pour in your glass that's clear, whether it's water or uh, a clear alcohol, go ahead and pour yourself a little bit of sparkling. He's joking about the water part. <laughs> it's been a while. He's rusty. There might be sober listeners. Oh, true. Might be. Maybe make it a sparkling water. Yeah, make it a sparkling water like we're having to mix our drinks. Um, yes. And yes, it's true. Gina did have uh, to do a rapid test because her tiny little baby nephew tested positive for COVID and they were with each other within the past week. But our girl is alive and well. Yes. Um, we are still the TVBs, not the TVB. Thank God. Thanks so much to my husband, Corey, that sent us over a logo for TVB. And... To correct, as Ryan said, we are the TV bees. Because there's two of us. There's two of us, and we're little fucking bitches. <laughs> so, in honor of your most recent negative test, let's go ahead and Woo! Word, uh, the buzzword. Not and COVID if word. If you are unfamiliar with our standards and practices over here, basically, whatever word Gina just picks, picked out of the box that we collaborated on writing different words on you're gonna go ahead and take a drink whenever we say that word specifically it could be anything crazy from kalamazoo to kuchamanja because <laughs> i know ryan would put some words like that in there so i just picked our buzzword of the night and it is character in ryan's character. in ryan's writing so mm -hmm. okay so anytime you hear the word character from either of our mouths, you drink whatever you have in your hand. Let's make it a party, guys. Uh, let's get real. Let's turn into real characters. I'm already there. Cheers. Mind you, character, characters, characteristics are all under that umbrella so take three more sips because I just tricked you all. <laughs> <laughs> three more sips. Three more sips for the six months we've been out. Uh, but within that six months, half of 2021 has happened. What has your 2021 looked like? Oh my gosh. Well, uh, tonight is just an exception because we had a bit of bad news, but good news as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
we are COVID negative. Like Ryan said, our nephew is COVID positive from what we know as of right now. He's doing fine. He just has a little fever. He's only two and a half. So, so he's tardy. a little too young for the vaccine. Um, for whatever your feelings are about that, um, our views, we do not promote anything on this podcast. We just promote good times. Mm-hmm. So we pray for our little Tommy. Um, we know he's going to do just fine. And because he's only two and a half, he is like his own like walking... I don't know. Tommy is the chillest person. He's like his own walking Joe Rogan. He's just just out there. He's out there and he's going to be okay. But 2021 outside of this evening, um, it's been a roller coaster of a ride. Um, I know we've had some podcasts in between some episodes where we discussed Um, certain things that potentially we had lost along the way not people but like experiences but we also have gained a lot of experiences that maybe um, we wouldn't have had which was a wedding that turned into something that was literally like epic in so many different ways best time of my life was the night you got married so uh, listeners I think there probably was a a podcast episode where we talked about maybe my first wedding Mm -hmm. um and that was basically in shelter in place when in california in our specific county we could have around 12 people indoors for an indoor uh religious ceremony which is what my husband and i did uh ryan was present he basically did my whole entire like i don't know you helped with wardrobe uh makeup uh, florals. I didn't uh, help with all jewelry. I, I I mean, love her. We my were, mother's jewelry. If we jewelry. were an episode of, um, I don't know, bridal makeover. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have totally been the person like making you say yes to the dress because I pulled out something from my drag closet. Because I did and, say yes to Orchid Queen dress. Yeah, she did <laughs> say yes to Orchid Queen's dress. Uh, she did say yes to my jewelry. She said yes to my heel. She said yes to my makeup. She said yes to everything. And basically, I guess I was your personal assistant that night. Ryan 100% was from like morning of to the next morning as well like I Ryan was like there from every single touch point um including like the moments where I was like oh my god is this really happening because at the time my husband and I really did think that this was really the only thing we could do which it was like we were in a part of shelter in place where we had no idea (laughs) what was our future like we just knew in the moment We wanted to, like, do the damn thing, and Ryan was there for that. He also was there, which I'm sure we've mentioned in a previous episode, for our quote-unquote first wedding that he officiated, which was on a boat in Lake Berryessa, where we were in our bathing suits. That boat, unfortunately, burnt down in the fires of 2020. R.I.P. R.I.P. to that boat, and... But our blessing is still on the ashes. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, in reality, this was third time's a charm. Yeah. And um, we were able to have the wedding of, I guess, a fairy tale dream. Um, And I think it took many different, like, twists and turns. But all in all, I could say, as the bride, um, I really felt that because Corey and I were already married... 
this was truly a celebration of a lot of our family and friends from out of state coming to us to celebrate us and meet each other for the first time and also just like a celebration of life i mean a lot of people in this moment had not been to another event or have been to another event but not another wedding um or maybe this was like the first time they were out of their pot of people and first time they were dancing or listening to live music so i think for every person at the wedding it meant something different but i can personally say for me um having two years to plan a wedding is probably uh a dream for a bride it was not a dream but turned into something that i was like okay i lost the job because of covid i lost a lot of like other things per wedding related events because of covid um but in the end the main event was so much more special because of it so you know brides this is sage advice because you don't want to rush into anything you have to make sure that everything is perfect the wedding that was projected to me in early 2020 is not the same marriage that happened in 2021 yeah um they happened roughly a year and a half apart from the planned date to the actual date and they were able to refine so much and also because of uh social restrictions everything became so much more refined on a social level and people were dancing together there was a dance floor that felt very nice it was the first time in Mm -hmm. almost two years that we've all been on a dance floor together that's not one of our kitchens after (laughs) quarantine for two weeks to just get together for one night and you don't want to see that every single thing that happened that night went flawlessly because everybody had time to think about it and look at every single detail And I feel like the Bridezillas are truly the people that expect everything everything to happen within six months of the engagement to this. No, there are reasons that Gina's dress was perfect. She had a year after the last fitting to Mm -hmm. actually start fitting it and think about everything and had every single option available. The caterers were able to expand and even... um, customize mm-hmm. every single thing even further than they they would have been able to had they been on a regular wholesale schedule to- totally and everything from the wedding planner who gina had who was fabulous uh you're gonna have to share all of your wedding like booking info yes. on our instagram because Definitely. every single thing from the venue to the uh wedding planner to everybody below her to the lady that was at the place that i had that wonderful Meyer lemon oh my gosh at her every single thing that she delivered our coffee and parfaits in the morning of my wedding yes yes and she also put together all of your brown butter sugar cookies everybody booked into the there, there was so much thought put into this so do not rush because it was the perfect day and then the ceremony just went off without a hitch and honestly i've seen brides freaking the fuck out Mm -hmm. the night of their or the night before and the day of their wedding gina (laughs) was the coolest of cucumbers of a person that i've ever seen in my entire life and i'm like shouldn't you be freaking out right now she's like no (laughs) you guys we actually (laughs) had a moment where i feel 
like uh ryan and i should have been freaking out we well basically we're ready to go uh we had an amazing morning of listening to music getting ready um taking and shots taking, taking shots, shots taking, taking goddamn, goddamn shots. shots continue yes we <laughs> will share a quick clip video um with you guys so you know what we're talking about but we have a highlight reel that we can share but anyway um i just feel like we had an amazing morning I know the guys had an amazing morning because the Raiders were playing and they had my laptop and the Raiders game was playing. So I know they were having a good time. Um, anyway, Ryan and I look out the window and we see the buses starting to arrive. <laughs> and somehow like the coordinator did not mention that like the buses, like we saw the buses arriving before the coordinator came in to tell us. And we're looking out the window because I was doing probably some like picture for the photographer because I know exactly this picture where I'm looking out the window like what the actual all of the guests start basically going to the wrong side of the venue they're going to the bathroom which is about two acres yes um but in that moment I was like looking at Ryan like you know what like, it's all good. If they miss the <laughs> wedding, they miss the wedding. At least they're there when we show up for yeah. the reception. Because uh, they were literally yes. headed to the barn. <laughs> Turns out they were actually headed to the bathroom. And then we're actually told to go back. And we told, <laughs> what's her name, Lisa? Yes. We told Lisa, like, oh, they're going in the wrong direction. She's like, oh, no, we told them to go to the bathroom and then head back to and the we're like, oh, okay. wedding ceremony right. section. And we were like, oh. <laughs> That's great. So, yes, there are moments where, like, I think for anyone, they would have really freaked out. But as Ryan said, and I think any other brides or anyone out there that's had an event in the interim of all of this, you're just happy to have it. Like, anything on top of having this event, because we had to postpone two times, this was third time's a charm. Um, it was either we're going to have it or literally not have this wedding exactly. at all. So having the wedding, I think that's why it was so chill is because I was like, you know what? Those that want to come are going to come. Those that may have fears or may feel certain ways, they stayed home. Um, and that was totally okay because at the end of the day, like anything on top of having the event was exceptional confetti, confetti. and it's it, just confetti and yeah and, and it was even, yeah and all the people were the confetti like you know everything that was going to happen yeah. but whoever else showed up it like just brought more color totally uh decoration to the event they were yes. all characters they all were all characters cheers but yes everyone played their own part and spoiler alert Ryan was my officiant mm -hmm. and honestly like don't want to sound too sappy because tonight has been a very emotional night <laughs> and positive because we have a negative COVID test but Ryan was such an amazing uh, and also spoiler alert to the thank you note that he'll be receiving in the next few days um, he was not only a supportive friend throughout the last like two years of our life. I mean, we both or been, fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> like basically, like since high school when we met, and he carried me across the stage with a mask on during theater. But listen to our previous episodes. Yeah, if you really want to know, DM us or yes, listen to one of our like first episodes. But um, Ryan and I both went through 
And I'm sure as you and your friends went through those first moments of COVID or the shelter in place, like what the actual, like, okay, we have each other. So that's great. Um, and some of our podcasts were virtual and we both were at our respective homes because we didn't really know what the future held, but Ryan has been, uh, wedding wise, like just one of my biggest supporters, um, in general, like he's always been a supporter of Corey and I, but especially during a time where we were supposed to be celebrating a bachelorette, we're supposed to be celebrating like all of these positive, uplifting, fun moments that you do when you get engaged. And some of those things came and went. Some of those things we just kind of twisted a little bit um, around and, you know, like made actually a better time from. But Ryan took his role as being an officiant um, to like an area that I am just so proud of him and so happy that not only did I choose him because obviously he's like my best friend and I would not think of anyone else to marry us than him but like turning the corner first of all let me back up a little bit um my dad and I picked this song like a super hippie dippy song Tupelo Honey And my dad basically was like, we're going to let this song play halfway through because we want everyone to uh, be on their like feet and really feel like the song and the presence. And my dad just really wanted to make it dramatic. Um, And everyone had been drinking that morning. So it was very, very dramatic. But as soon as we turned the corner, my dad and I, there's a video of my dad and I and we're like, basically like not fist pumping but we're like yay like cheering down the aisle because everyone was like damn it's been too long two years etc but also like turning the corner and seeing like we're cheering and it's my dad with me and I see Corey my husband and Ryan there like waiting for me I think that's like I can't that's indescribable like to see you and to see Corey at the like finish line you know like you think about like finishing a half marathon which I've never done but I work for a company that does those and you're like who do I want to see at the finish line to celebrate me and my accomplishments and I kind of equate that to the wedding where it's like maybe I haven't ran a half marathon but the pandemic felt or shelter in place felt like a half marathon because you're so close but then so far and then we finally did it and turning that corner I was like there's no one else I would rather see than you. So cheers because Ryan was the perfect character in this fairy tale (laughs) and the best officiant I could ask for. So what have I been doing in 2021? I got fucking married. Finally, real deal. Um, Outside of 12 people in a religious ceremony, we had a pretty good amount of people there to, that, you know, wanted to be there, that were okay with the things that we were doing. And it was all that we wanted and needed, and I couldn't have asked for more. So ending 2021, yes, we're kind of still in, like, whatever we're in right now. 2021. But uh, we are at least ending the year with Ryan potentially officiating more weddings, baptisms, 
Um, Exorcisms. Exorcisms. If you guys I, uh, need I anything. I can do that. I can apparently do that as it turns out. Yes. So if you need a future. I'm not going to try too hard because I want to see how this shit plays yeah, out. Um, I guess we'll accept video apps only um so what kind of character are you if you need ryan this is his uh little plug Another c word this is ryan's plug but he is available for virtual and or in person if you pay him the right amount well i have a little plug for princess gina marie um and you will hear about it at the commercial but just know that if your skin needs help gina's got you um <laughs> Gina, I, I have to say, when I asked you what your 2021 looked like, I didn't think it was going to be so much about me, <laughs> um, because mine is actually quite a bit about you as well, and I'm just oh, so happy that's that how we you know were, we're friends. able to celebrate 2021 together, because I feel like 2021, for me at least, was way worse than 2020, mm. um, because, like, I was happy to have four months off, and when yeah. everything came back, like, you know, there was, like, a separation happening happening in my relationship, and but I was happy to be independent, but still in a relationship, but um, if you guys are just catching up, I've, I've been single since January of 2021, and it's been... It's been a new kind of independence that I was never really expecting to have to place on myself. Um, but it's been very fulfilling. And in that time, I've, you know, decided that, you know, I'm not really happy at my job. But uh, I gave them like two months notice that come January, I am going to be looking for a new job because Snaps. I just don't really feel like taking care of people anymore. I've worked in medical for the past 15 years and it's nothing that really satisfies me but then I look at the positives and the positives of 2021 it's a Libra scale and 2021 in terms of like greatness versus 2020 is so much greater because um I got great news in October um I actually um gave birth to a baby <laughs> His name is Flint. He was born at nine and a half pounds. Um, he's our favorite new character. He's our favorite <laughs> and Ryan new character. Fly. He was. We will share photos of this inches. And he is the most beautiful rag doll domestic tabby mix that you've <laughs> ever seen. I am a cat dad. Um, that's he's a been cat daddy. One of the highlights to my life. Um, life but of 2021 specifically and i guess life um i think owning something of your own your, is amazing giving your i was about to say eulogy but that's not correct <laughs> giving well, giving your uh your wedding ceremony yeah. presenting your wedding ceremony yes. That was such an amazing moment. The officiant of the wedding ceremony. Yeah, I'm a minister. Um, minister Mart. <laughs> that's what we call him. <laughs> um, no, honestly, that was such an amazing day, weekend. It was like uh, a four day event. leading up to it because I think that was like the, the what? fifth or sixth time that I'd been to Petaluma and oh three of those days were for the like wedding weekend. But like, you know, like, I saw it from its potential of a venue to its uh, actually becoming a venue. And uh, I have to say, I 
as happy as mm-hmm. I was as you were to see me when you turned around that yeah. corner. I wish that you'd wait a minute longer because <laughs> I needed like another minute before I could give that speech because I was just kind of like, oh my God, oh my God, here she comes oh. and I'm about to cry. And I literally almost cried like three <laughs> times when you were talking about me like just a minute ago. But I, I felt like that whole day was just like such an amazing thing and I got to see so many people from when we went to high school together for the first time in years yeah like literally even more than like pandemic years like years and years I don't think that I saw uh BC since Mm. uh 2012 2013 or something like that yeah so like that was an amazing thing and uh, the open bar was like obviously <laughs> a mean, highlight no, for all of neither us here nor there. <laughs> uh, but uh, a- a- another thing that really brought me joy in 2021 <laughs> is that uh, I got to take Gina and we recorded our last podcast way before this and way before she even knew about this but I got to take her on two trips oh my gosh two surprises um one for her bachelorette because i wasn't able to go because everything was planned like so last minute and i just couldn't get the time off and whatnot but i vowed that i would take her on something later that month so we went to guerneville california Uh, that's right on the russian river and the weather the first day was very shitty and a little bit into the next day at the end of july and it's like why is it raining in california right now this is fucking bizarre uh but we were able to go to guerdonville and uh, we stayed at two different airbnbs because i couldn't really decide on which one to stay at so i was like why don't we stay at a different one each night and uh the first stop that we made was at the um the uh What's that champagne? Corbell yes. Brewery. And I've saved this box ever since. Oh, yeah. And she this is your present campers. for tonight. What? There are four. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, there are four bottles in there. I'm doing an unboxing right now. For you to fill with whatever oh you'd like. Oh, my God, right? But I saved my four favorite alcohols of this year. I think we definitely use this mm-hmm. one on the Guerneville trip. But we went to Guerneville and then the next, and then we stayed at this beautiful little place with a uh, hot tub, and we, you know, not gonna lie, we SJs in the hot tub, <laughs> and we uh, made dips and chips, and we made all the things. macaroni and cheeses, and we did everything that we had to do, and that was a really amazing trip, followed by an impromptu trip to. Uh, a bar like 20 miles away <laughs> we made so we many friends we made so many friends because uh, uh that's all we do because we're that's characters. what we do I mean, listen to the millions of people listening to us to right now to yeah i mean right wouldn't now. you want to hang out fun. with us on a bachelorette in guernville duh if you would like oh, to it was bear week also forgot oh, to yeah. mention it was gay bear week and uh we got there earlier in like the week but uh Corey, her husband, uh, showed us, like, this video of, like, this interracial couple (laughs) who, like, goes to every single bear weekend in Guerneville, and they decided that they were also going to show up the weekend that we were there, so we were literally sitting there having breakfast in a window, and we were like, oh my god, those are the guys, so I 
I did get a couple of pictures from afar because it took me a while to like you know, get up and find my phone and put on a mask and whatnot. Oops. But, um, no, we saw these, like, two people who, like, chronicle every single bear week around America. And if you don't know, bears are gay men who are human beings but resemble bears in terms of their fur and stature. Yes. Not, like, in the wild. Yeah, like, like, it, like they weren't, like, literally. It wasn't, like, a polar bear and a grizzly bear. But like, it was one of the most were, amazing experiences. Yeah, it was, like, amazing. And um, the other moment that I really had a great time this year, um, well, just, like, a quick 30-minute shout-out. Thank you, Carr, for having a 70s-themed, uh, yes. amazing 30-something birthday party. You would never say that out no, loud. <laughs> no, like I'm still in my like twenty something, so like I'm she's, like damn near thirty. I'm, I'm <laughs> damn near thirty two. <laughs> Isn't that aren't those beautiful characters you'd love to see? <laughs> wow. What an impromptu cheer. I really loved um our Winchester mystery trip. So for her birthday, which is uh End of September. Yes. I was like, I don't know what to get this bitch. If she needs something, she's just going to buy it. And I feel like you might think the same way for me. Like, oh, if he needs it, he's already going to get it. But it's like, what's something that we're going to do? And that's one of my favorite things of 2021 is that we vowed to do experiences instead of gifts yes. for each other. One of the best things we probably could have, like, done for yeah. 2021. Really. Yeah. So, for her birthday, when she turned a mere 14 <laughs> this past year. Uh, Less than legal. <laughs> we, uh, I told her I'm just going to take you to the Winchester Mystery House for their nighttime tour. And they do a fantastic glow-in-the-dark nighttime tour. It's all in the dark. And then everything that is in the dark glows. That's basically what glow in the dark means. <laughs> and then they projected this horror story onto the front of the house after we finished the tour. And uh, I, I, I also did get her a Ouija board and we brought the planchette to Sarah's house and we tried to find Sarah. And I felt like that was a really fun time because our Airbnb was very fantastic. Very you fantastic. You know, they even sell ramen and coffee and chips. chocolate <laughs> and chips. What Ryan's not really mentioning is that we took the Ouija board or... Planchette. The planchette into basically every room of the Winchester Mystery House on the tour. And we were, like, holding it like, are you here, Sarah? Like, Sarah, are you Sarah. listening? Um, because we really just wanted to know if there was a specific room in the tour that she was there for. And I feel like that was a no, but we felt a little movement in the garden outside of the house. Ryan played a played a little bit at one moment, but... I was being a little bee. He was being a little bee, but I do feel like there was some sort of energy in the garden. It compelled me to move it. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, we took it back to our little 
humble abode and and we proceeded to watch uh, the animated Adam's Family yes. and try to do another seance. Oh, and The Exorcist. <laughs> oh, and The Exorcist, the TV series. Because, <laughs> I mean, why not? We why are not? the TVBs, and what better place than the Winchester Mystery House area than to watch The Exorcist? But, I mean, it was overall a very good weekend. Oh, and we had the most amazing meal. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Talk about what you got while I find the uh, name okay. of the restaurant. Uh, well, I got like you a shrimp. initially ordered. I initially wanted to order this like tiki masala uh, Benedict. Or, the like, tiki masala chilaquiles. Yes. And I was like deeply saddened when they told me that I they didn't they have They were it. either out of tortillas or tikka masala. And then I was like, like fine, what? get me out of here. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I ordered like this shrimp fried rice. Which she is actually much more said Ryan. <laughs> My birthday is I need Rowan. you to tell this waiter that's standing right here next to us <laughs> that I do not want to fucking be here anymore. And I 100%. said, okay, ma'am. <laughs> it's your uh, birthday weekend. <laughs> I'm like, Sarah's waiting for us at the Winchester house. But we have the most amazing meal, corn fritters, drinks, um, and also, like, it was in a time, too, where it was, like, we're kind of over the shelter in place, we're, like, back out, and also, like, ready to eat and drink well. Yeah. And we did both. And we did both um, the whole weekend. And even in Guerneville, like, I was so happy and proud of Ryan for, like, booking these Airbnbs and taking me on, like, a... A tour of of really the like, Russian River, yeah. From oh, Russian and then River we to... ended it with this really crazy drive, though. Like oh I was my like, God. we have to go to Bodega and eat these uh, calamari, and we have to eat this clam chowder. It's saltwater taffy too. And then next door was a salt saltwater taffy place, and I was like. <laughs> I need to go in here. And, like, we were in there shopping for, like, maybe five, ten minutes. And then Gina wasn't next to me. And I realized <laughs> I spent a good 30 minutes in there picking out different flavors of taffy. I was like, I have to leave because I'm, like, taking up one of the six spots of, like, people <laughs> that could be in the store buying things. But I was fully content just standing there for, like, another 30 minutes. But I minutes. wanted that like, for you. <laughs> oh. Uh, but do you know what the most fucked up part is? Within the next week of me getting uh, all of that taffy home, it was invaded by ants, so I didn't enjoy w- oh anything God. but like, one of two flavors. Like, I, I tried one of each of two different flavors, because I was like, oh, this one's going to be There is an Christmas. ant invasion that just fucks your vibe up. I feel here. like they live in the walls in this old apartment. It was built in 1922. It's very Art Deco. Oh my gosh, we should bring... The Ouija board and the yes. planchette. Next oh, yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll do like a live Ouija experience. Maybe an Instagram live, that'd be kind of fun. But to end that, I just, I think it was a really hard year yes there were so many highs and lows we tried to find pockets of joy when we could and when our counties allowed it um and we did that and i feel like if you can find those pockets of joy whether it's planning impromptu trips when your county allows it or maybe your county that you live in allows hella shit and you can basically live like normal that's amazing and i'm so happy for you to be able to do that but make sure just to find regardless if you have restrictions or not like find those pockets of joy because 
Taking a rapid test is hella stressful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, I, I, I hosted uh, the... Oh, my gosh, yes. Best friends... Our gift, gift exchange. exchange. Uh, and, you know, I don't want to really, like, toot my own horn, but I think that my menu is pretty, like, fucking good for, like, a pescatarian under the sea, a.k.a. under the tree. <laughs> and uh, was it? Uh... I feel like it was a very good party, but I found out that one of my friends tested positive for COVID COVID on uh, Friday, and I was with them on Monday, and the party was on Saturday, so I had to go, like, get a quick rapid. Um, I had to travel, like, very far to go to my office because I knew that we had a rapid there but and they're was, kind of like hard to come by almost like a crack deal but everything came out fine and everybody has been fine since including miss princess gina marie <laughs> and yes, not uh, everything uh everything just turned out to be fantastic uh because we've all really taken precautions over like the past year and we know what to expect or what not to expect but yes i'm really really happy that all of us have been able to continue our lives Mm -hmm. every single one of us have been through mental breakdowns emotional breakdowns physical breakdowns uh just because sometimes you know emotional and mental loads could be too much for the body and then you start feeling phantom pains and then you start feeling weakness here and there and it's really just because you're fucking tired and your body is carrying the mind Mm -hmm. so sometimes just let the mind heal and just calm that body down too while you're at it just fucking relax everybody just fucking relax everybody you still have something to be scared about But at the end of the day, you don't really have anything to be scared about when you know that you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I am not here to dictate what anybody does, as Gina said earlier. But get vaccinated. It took me a while to realize that that's the reality of the world right now. And go ahead and take care of yourself. Yeah, like Ryan said, we're not everybody around you. We're not here to dictate anything, and we don't know your stories. Just like we're sharing some of ours. Um, so, if COVID has affected you in a different way than maybe it has affected us, we are here to listen to those stories too. And um, if you want to DM us those stories or share those stories, um, everyone has their own story from 2021 and actually 2020 to 2021 to even now like we're still going through this and still probably will be for the next i would say this what, is literally what our new, new normal flu. this yeah. is the new flu like this is gonna be like the did you get your covid vaccine and and the thing is after a while it's going to fade out to be like oh did you get your flu shot is going to be the old did you get your covid vaccine yes, this year totally um so we are here for you we cheers you um we are all characters in this covid uh, fucking story but at the same time we 
do want to keep living and moving forward as much as we can because that's all we can do. And we can still do that by taking the necessary steps that we think and we believe. Uh, maybe it's not what certain listeners believe, but... Um, no two bodies or minds are made alike. So exactly. I, I accept you all to listen to us as I hope that you'll listen to us. Exactly. Um, so cheers to you, TVBs. I hope at least the 2021 is ending in a, a way where you can find some sort of silver lining in a weird way to say that out loud um because sometimes you have to look for those reasons and moments and i don't know you got to find something that makes it all makes it all at the end of the day or at the end of this year a reason to say cheers to to us characters and 2022 um that being this said. is probably going to be the longest segment of this podcast, but before we end it, I do want to say on the note of uh, 21 to 2022, yes. what are three words <laughs> to best describe next year's wishes for you? Okay, so something that I wrote in my thank you notes from the wedding is cheers to a better worldly year because I feel like like I just said everyone has a different experience some people may have lost loved ones because of COVID some people may have different feelings of COVID than we do and so instead of like putting my own feelings out there in every single thank you card I literally just said Cheers to a better worldly year because I think we can all accept that we are hoping for, as a world, a better year than we had last year. Absolutely. Everyone's personal journey may be different. Everyone's county or state or, you know. Resolution, everything is different. Everything is different. But I think we can all pretty much agree that as, like, a worldly decision or, like, a worldly... As like, a whole, we all want it to be a better I just hope it's a better year. fucking year. Um, and yes, I had one of the best years because of the wedding, meaning that was one of the best moments of my life. But did it come in the midst of something that was not so great? Yes. So I think raising up out of like these flames, if you will, like I hope that people will. But I don't know everyone's journey that led them to like where they are right now so all i can say is my three words are better worldly year i know it's like a little twist to like your question but i just want overall three words and they make sense yeah i just want a better worldly year overall what about you rye um i want more joy yes i want more growth whether it's in love in uh my occupation in salary yeah in friendships i just want growth i just want growth in general and then the last one is a little bit vague and i wasn't really sure how to describe what i was feeling but i knew that i wanted everything to be glittery Mm. no matter what is presented to me i want it to have something special to it i want it to have a little bit of or an exciting Excite- factor. Excitement or a little bit of glamour. Like, 
in fashion, I want it to be a little bit more glamorous. Yeah. In terms of uh, makeup, I want it to be a little bit more sheen. In terms of personal involvement, I want it to have a bonus to it. I okay. want it to be special. And I guess that's a... I, I guess special could be an... Uh, 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 what do you look for in a thesaurus? A synonym? synonym? I want it to be a cinnamon. A synonym <laughs> for... I want it to be a, a synonym for glittery. Like, special or glittery. I want everything that comes to me to be something that's very special, catered to me, but not really revolving around me because that's what I want, but just because that's... I think that, like, can also speak to better worldly year, where it's like, we just want more. We want more. We want more, but we want to be better, not just for ourselves, but for the world. Like, we've realized what it is to lose certain things for everyone, but, like, we want to come out, yes, more joyful, have more growth, probably as, like, a nation, but also as, like, individuals, and step outside of our house or like homes or apartments or whatever have you. Or comfort zone. Comfort zones. And then also, yes, to like have a little glitz and glam. Like we would love to go out if we can on New Year's. And if we can, we would love that opportunity in the New Year to like step outside. Whatever that means for you, we hope that you find it. And cheers again to finding whatever character you want to be and become. We're already are in 2022 and whatever one of the word that she just said you are let us know what your three words to best describe your next year's wishes are and whoever plays the match game and gets our favorite votes we have a special prize for you so we will dm you Hi TVBs, it's Gina, and I just want to stop by and ask just a really quick question as we're narrowing in on the end of 2021 and December. I personally am looking forward to a clean January and wanted to see what your thoughts were for doing Rye, a clean January with me. Yeah, I'm down to do that with you. I saw something on Arbon called Clean Tea, Clean Talks. Tea. Yes, yes, I do clean tea, clean talks. But I guess a bigger question is: Would you like to join Arbon with me? And what does that look like? I mean, I don't know. It depends on what it looks like. What does it look like? So Arbon is a health and wellness business, and. I am a new communicator of the product of Arbon. Arbon has been around for 40 plus years and it's vegan, cruelty free, and free from over 2,000 toxic ingredients. Arbon is pure, safe, and beneficial, and the products are botanically based, mixed with science, so they actually work. Basically, for the month of January, it's a 30 days to healthy living, including that tea that you were just talking about. What else does it include? It includes protein powders and pea protein, to be exact. It includes products that help with your energy, your gut health, and overall skin and energy in general. And uh, it's something that I'm doing for January, and I hope that you take the plunge with me. Well, I hope that in our next commercial break, we could find out exactly how we can sign up for this. I guess maybe a link in bio? 
a link in bio. Genius. Yes. Yes. Cheers, TVBs. Link and bio in our link tree. And hey, if you can't be you, then don't do 22. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, we're back. We are back and ready for part two. It feels so good to be back, right? How do you feel? You know, honestly, it's a little bit cathartic because it's like I never thought that we'd be here on like the level of excitement that we'd be here for this pod. Even though it's brought us a lot of enjoyment, we've had a lot of messages saying like, when's the next episode and this yes. and that. And we're just kind of like, now's well, the time. Now's Let's the time. Let's do this 2021 roundup. So, uh... In the top five 2021 premieres of TV, Gina, I'm going to give you 60 seconds <gasps> per show. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. Give us your top five starting now for the first one. Okay, so basically, I've watched a lot of TV in 2021. Things I haven't talked to you guys about yet Shrink Next Door. Will Farrell and your people's sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd? Judd? Paul Rudd, yeah. Anyways, he's on my Instagram story today while I was biking. Uh, Shrink Next Door is also a podcast, now turned TV show on Apple TV. That's the platform. Um, basically, it's about a shrink who takes everything from said patient and it follows the highs lows and then realization of what's happening um to said patient it's amazing um acting wise i think will ferrell if you have watched elf and other will ferrell favorites then you will understand why shrink next door is so special because both paul and will play super serious in a way characters and also, last thing I'll say is, at the same time, you can tell they're having so much freaking fun. And I think, if not both, one of them will be definitely nominated. All right. Next one. Yellow Jackets, starring Christina Ricci. She's made a comeback. Uh, Yellow Jackets is also on Apple TV. It's been a new favorite platform of mine. Yellow Jackets is basically about a group of girls that um, are going to like a soccer, some sort of soccer game and get into a plane crash. Some survive. The ones that do survive have to go through trials and tribulations in the woods. And then it follows them in present day, the ones that have survived and what they've gone through and trying to solve the mystery of why they're still fucked up and parts of the past like eating dirt and um surviving a wolf in the wilderness and more like deep dark shit uh leads to all right next up my last and final one because i'm just doing three i think um unless you want me to do more but do more do all five uh my next Oh, see, I was on time. So my next is Nine Perfect Strangers. Basically, Nine Perfect Strangers is just how it says. Nine Perfect Strangers are chosen to be on this, like, retreat to better themselves, to heal and rejuvenate themselves from the past. A lot of the, well, basically not a lot. All nine people are trying to overcome either what 
uh, something in their present or something from their past and look forward to the future. Um, and all nine people are also drugged by their, I will say, Nicole Kidman. So mm-hmm. their drug guru um, and head of the compound. And I'm at, Ryan is showing me 18 seconds, but it showcases also. There are so many good characters in Nine Perfect Strangers besides Nicole Kidman, but for the sake of eight eight seconds left, I just want to say watch it and realize that you can overcome anything, just like Yellow Jackets. White Lotus is the last one I'll discuss, and White Lotus is kind of similar to Nine Perfect Strangers, which we may talk about in the future TVBs, but White Lotus basically also showcases people going to a deserted island, a deserted place, where they have to focus on their, like, inner, I guess, trials and tribulations and what leads to some downfalls and trials and tribulations. Um, It takes place somewhere, I think, in the islands, maybe in Hawaii, and I love it so much because you uh, follow people on a vacation And when you're in a tropical area on basically like a white person's dream vacation, you're watching people go to a Hawaiian barbecue. And as a, as a white person going to Hawaiian barbecue, you're not really realizing like what that means to others. And so it showcases a lot of things that we established as I think a country during the pandemic, what, which is white privilege and what that means to a society, nation, and all for one and one for all. Just kidding. But um, I would definitely recommend White Lotus because it takes a deep dive look into what white privilege means and looks like to places like Hawaii or the islands that are frequently traveled, especially during a pandemic where people think, oh, because Hawaii is open right now, everyone should flock to it. I've gotten internally mad at several family and friends and friends that have said, you know what, I'm going to go to Hawaii for my honeymoon, for my birthday, for this and that. And it's like, didn't you realize that the governor is literally telling you not to come Yes, yes. And so I think it kind of comes at almost an ironic good time. And also it hasn't probably prevented a lot of people from going to Hawaii. But still, it's not just about Hawaii. It's about like the bigger issue of, you know... I think systemic racism and other shit. So I think and Lotus, human ignorance, human ignorance, um, but hella good acting, fine ass people. And, and if you like rimming ass, then this is the show for you. If you like being aroused by surprise, uh, drug induced endeavors, this is for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's my like top three to five. I think he did. I think he did four out of a five, five? maximum. Yeah. I'm definitely doing all five, and well, I'll let's, be very. We'll brief. see if he does it. And how many seconds do we have? Sixty seconds per show. Sixty seconds per show, starting now, Ryan. So clickbait. I felt like clickbait was one of the most in. Uh, intriguing and compelling shows that I've ever seen, just because it follows Adrian Grenier in the role of a father who he's uh, so fine who is being blamed and uh blackmailed for a crime that he may or may not have even uh 
been a main witness of have people been looking further. However, uh, every single episode is based on a different suspect. Somebody who may have been the person that caused him to be the perpetrator, the person of the moment. And every single thing about the show is best described by turns, twists, and revelations that you would have never, ever known of. Next show that I have is Dr. Death. And Dr. Death is based on a true story. And podcasts. And podcasts. Uh, shout out to fellow podcasters out there who might be listening right now. Shout out to uh, Basically, this person was an orthopedic surgeon or a spinal surgeon who decided that he was going to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do to get the job done. And he maimed and killed several people, but just kept renewing his... Uh, license in other states. How much time do I have left? Yep, I'm ready to go to the next story. You cannot be spoiled on Dr. Death. Painted with Raven. Uh, Painted with Raven. Raven is the runner-up of season two of RuPaul's Drag Race and is currently RuPaul's main, uh, only makeup artist. And this is a show that was shot all on Zoom with seven different contestants. And all seven different contestants are given a homework assignment, whether it's face tattoos or, um, uh, or they're given a challenge to do within two hours that involves paper involved in the uh, makeup or celebrity impersonations and then there's a final challenge for like the bottom two and I feel like it is uh, very reminiscent to blush that was on lifetime a few years ago and if you love makeup if you love drag watch this makeup competition next, next. Uh, is RuPaul's Drag Race season two uh, of the UK and Honestly, I feel like this is the most stacked cast since uh, All-Stars Season 2 of the United States. You have characters such as Bimini uh, Bimini Bonboulash, who is one of my favorite drag artists of all time. You have challenges such as uh, a parody of the EastEnders. You have challenges such as the Snatch Game, celebrity impersonations, and you have, uh, like... Things that you are going to do, such as uh, being a a newscaster in the moment, and you're going to make things out of different colors, and you're going to pair yourself up against another competitor that has that same color, and every single thing about this series makes it the best series of Drag Race. Last but not least, Impeachment, uh, American Crime Story is a phenomenal idea. In the past, they've done uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace, and they have also done uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. This is the best fictionalized true story that I've ever seen revolving the Monica Lewinsky blowjob scandal. And 
uh, Sarah Paulson is my most hated character that I've seen this year playing uh, whatever the fuck her name is with the double chin. Linda Tripp. Linda Tripp. I did not like this character one bit, but I loved everything that Beanie Feldstein did as Monica Lewinsky. With that said, in three, two, one, let's move on to our next. Wait, hold on, Ryan. While you're on the topic of Sarah Paulson, mm -hmm. because I only had, I guess, four out of five, I think we should talk about American Horror Story. Oh. Because we have not talked about the, I would say, one of the best seasons of American Horror Story. Death Valley slash um, Red Tide. Yes, uh -huh. to date. I haven't finished the latter, but Red Tide, which was the pill one, right? Red Tide was the, uh, yeah. 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 So uh, if you are a fan of Horror Story, like, honestly, I think there may have been some moments where there could have been a blunder towards the end, <laughs> which I feel like sometimes that happens when there's, like, a masterpiece yeah. evolving. Yeah. But as you probably know, being TVB fans, I've never been the biggest, like, 100% true fan of Ryan Murphy because there has been blunders in the past. But I will say that Red Tide... Cut to us covering his show more than any other. Yes, could be one of his best besides um, his first season. No, to me it's Apocalypse, but there's tie-ins. Yeah, for those. sure. There's multiple tie-ins. Anyway, just wanted to shout out American Horror Story over Shelter in Place because, I mean... It does play a part in many different ways. Red Tide was the least superior to me. Wow. I preferred Death Valley. Okay, so Death Valley was the alien. Mm hmm See, I preferred uh, Red Tide because of the characters. And this series literally was Literally, cheers, Jesus Christ, Gina. This character was literally titled Double Feature. Because there was going to be one story by the sand and one by the sea. And we really did get both. So they weren't lying there. No. And Macaulay Culkin did play a part. Oh, Macaulay Culkin is so hot. And so is his brother, Succession. Shout out. But yes. they are both so fucking talented. And I feel like praise to them for getting some personal praise during the shelter in place. Because... Whatever their past is, we're a part of their present. So, yes, Colkin, well brother. Said. Well said, my character. Woo! On to the next. My um, character, I see what you did there. On to the next. Hundreds of movies have premiered throughout the globe in 2021. This year, in the U.S. or other countries, what are your top three premieres that you've seen at a movie, whether it's a theater or at home, just what premiered this year that really made you fucking go off? Totally. I will make this short and sweet because there has been so many movies. Um, I'm not going to date back all the way to like the first movie I saw in like Shelter in Place because that was like halfway through 2021 when there was a brief moment where we could go to the theaters, yeah. but... I do love that the some of these platforms like HBO Max gave us basically movie theater 
titles. Let's in the not forget about Netflix and Amazon Prime. No, but HBO Max has been a true blue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, that is true because we've watched a lot of things on Apple TV, Amazon, and Netflix, which is one of the mix of what I'm about to say for my three movie premieres. But I'm going to say first and foremost because it's the last one I saw. And one of the first movies in a big theater that I've seen recently is West Side Story. I think mm. if you are, not even if you are a, a theatrical fan of the arts, I think West Side Story, you probably read it in school. Um, you've probably heard some songs before. But for those that are like a fan of the story, of the music, of the art, of the dancing specifically... It was produced, I believe, by Steven Spielberg or directed. Directed and and produced. It's amazing. Like, I would say if it was, like, somewhat short of, you know, if it was a hit or miss. But it was was actually, like, superb. I didn't know what to expect because I was like, damn, you are really taking West Side Story of all musicals, of all, like, somewhat Romeo and Juliet story you know what it was actually literally based on romeo and juliet it is a sad a sad saga they're star-crossed star-crossed lovers for sure um but steven spielberg casted well he directed well and it was overall i would say i wouldn't say 10 out of 10 because that would mean it was perfect um i don't think the story is flawed in general so i can't yeah. say that's a 10 of a 10 just like i wouldn't say uh, but Romeo gangs Juliet in is. general are flawed in general yeah so i would say at least um for the revival an 8.5 i think is fair yeah. out of 10 did you prefer the original or the remake i think original of anything is always going to be like it's a fir- your first look and chance at the story from what you've read or what you've seen or what you've heard and you can't compare to like old school West Side Story because it is uh, one of my dad's favorite musicals so I feel like if my dad were to see this rendition he'd be like it's great but nothing compares to like when you're probably your when Rita Moreno when Rita Moreno is Anita versus yeah, so she, the shop owner she was still beautiful and amazing and I mean she's a gem in itself and to have like something like that where there's a revival of a character who was in the original but nothing can be a first time go at something like West Side Story it's a classic um, so I definitely recommend go see it, or if it comes to HBO Max, huh? I'm not plugged by them, but maybe they should. <laughs> Don't Look Up is on Netflix, so a different platform. This is something super new. It just came out this week, actually maybe like yesterday. And Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, it's already nominated for six <laughs> Critic Choice Awards, so I feel like that's a great start um it basically showcases what the fuck is wrong with america we are so consumed with social media sponsored posts ads all these things that are directed to our phone and like literally what we watch like everything that we're watching is who cares about who so-and-so's dating or who broke up or like this that and the other when in reality we should be focused on 
um, climate change. And it, I won't, like, give away the ending because I feel like we might be there in, like, 60 <clears throat> years or less. But it's just a comedic If it's approach. six months, I'd be like, cool. Bye. It's a comedic approach to how basically, like, we are looking at what maybe mainstream media thinks is quote-unquote boring. And it's actually not boring, but it's, like, what the world is dealing with. Yeah. Maybe you thought COVID's boring, but then, oops, here it is. Like, people, I think, have, like, looked over climate change because it's not something that most people are, I don't know, dealing with in the day-to-day. Besides, maybe their Starbucks straws are, like, paper. Yeah. Or, like, they have, like, Starbucks has plastic containers, but it's pretty damn funny. And Jonah Hill is, like, Everything. I love him so much. He's one of my favorite comedic actors. But him and he was Leonardo are like, role. they are just like <clears throat> chef's kiss. So I do have to say I did watch that movie over this past weekend. And I was, it's one of my favorite movies for like the first two thirds of the movie. But it's one of my least favorite movies because of the last third of the movie. They do also like American Horror Story, I will say there's like a little bit of a blunder where you're like, you're going this way and then you're taking back, going, taking Yes. And then they yes. just went for it. At the end, we <clears throat> won't give it away but they went for it. When they said she was going to die, how she was going to die at the beginning of the movie and then she actually died that way, I was like, yeah. I see you. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, I guess that's what that's called. Yes. It, yes. Um, the ending. But you know what? To that point, I think movies in general, well, obviously West Side Story is one of them as well. I think we should normalize movies that don't end with a perfect ending because I think a lot of like clickbait, for example, a lot of these series during the pandemic, and I think it's ironic, but ironic timing that they happen this way but a lot of series and movies are not ending how we want them to right right they're not ending like frozen was a bit like skewed too but like things i think now are taking on this new meaning of like there's not always a happy ending because we're not living one like no we're literally living in a time where we don't know the these ending. are quite literally characters yes oh oh i see he wants me to keep drinking but um, I think with Don't Look Up, there's definitely an ending that makes people talk. And that's probably sure. why it's also nominated, because who doesn't <clears throat> love to talk about something that most people are like, eh, And also, or... this might be one of my favorite Meryl roles. Oh, my seen. God. She's so... And she look, actually looks really hot. Really hot. Really hot. Um. Anyways, I'm going to end it with this. This is also... A movie that I'm just gonna say spoiler alert if you are a James Bond fan stop listening if you haven't seen uh, No Time to Die I think that's a continue. sufficient time yeah, that's yeah. sufficient time continue um, listeners I will be happy to admit because mm-hmm. I don't want to leave anything out as a true TVB that this is my first full like James Bond 007 movie to see to date and just ironic that it's also the last potential 007 in the terms of a male, a male lead. And it was so 
amazing in different ways, but I love how potentially it could change to a female 007 lead who may be a non-white dominant character for the future. So um, if that is true and how I really think that the series is going to play out, great. If not, I think overall, I don't know what I was missing. <clears throat> I'm glad I didn't see the first like 60 plus movies. But Same. to end with the first and last of my own, I would say bravo to myself because I didn't know this was going to be the quote unquote last of the male lead. But because it is, yes, to myself and to uh, the theaters opening just in time for this movie to come out and also my local El Cerrito speakeasy for having wine and or beer during said movie because it's like two plus hours. Right on. What about you, Rye? Do any of those top three movie premieres coincide with yours? You know, actually, what's exciting is that they do not. Because awesome. uh, the first one that I have to plug, it's a Netflix original. It's called Passing. And it's based on a novel by a African-American woman in 1929. And she wrote this book about black people who are passing in order to... Mm create a better experience for themselves and it's one of the best movies i've seen this year because it actually shows the story of two childhood friends who randomly reconnect and one of them is passing and the other one is not but they are friends and the one who is passing and when i say passing i mean nobody questions that they could be mixed or even fully black gotcha and it's it's just really fascinating to me because I have had a lot of ethnic partners. I am also passing in a sense because I do have like native Hawaiian in me and I literally look the whitest out of my family. But <laughs> but when it comes to the African American experience, I do not have anything that they might have within this story and I feel like it's very very telling to the world in the 1920s even though where we are in the 2020s that there is still a privilege that is happening there is still something that is happening that people really cannot embrace with people of color and it's truly saddening because nobody nobody could tell you what you are because of what you are but people do tell people what they are because of what they are and I feel like it's very very disheartening to see a movie like this being produced in these times and uh a hundred years, less than a hundred years ago, this book was written, and this is still an issue, and it shouldn't be an issue at this point. A book shouldn't even have been written like this a hundred years ago, and 
Uh, but yet here we are. We might be ill-fitted to speak of this issue at hand because uh, we are not black people. However, we are people who have grown up in a community full of multiple colors, ethnicities, and backgrounds, whether it's religion or uh, beliefs, spiritual beliefs. All we can really do is just hope that this world doesn't become to a world where you're only accepted because you're passing. Mm -hmm. And so this movie really spoke hard to me because... I just think of all of my friends that I hope never thought that they would be passing, but thought that they should be passing. Um, <clears throat> so, Passing is an amazing movie. Um, Thank you, Ryan, for that. I haven't Con heard of it yet, so I'm excited to check it out. Encanto is the newest Disney Pixar movie and it's about this girl <clears throat> who grows up in Colombia and my aunt who my uncle is married to is from Colombia and she was embarrassed to say she was Columbia, uh, Colombian for the longest time. She used to always just say that she was uh, Brazilian because she thought that oh if I tell everybody that I'm Colombian then they're going to think that I'm on coke. And it's like, no, it's not that. No, it's not that. But I I get the misconception. I can see where you're going. Yeah. What I think is the most amazing about Encanto is it teaches a family how to be together. It teaches, even though the world of Encanto is filled with magic, specifically surrounding the family... Nobody actually carries magic. They have gifts. Nobody actually is going to be able to tell you what to do or what not to do, but people can't escape from it, such as Bruno, without any more spoilers, that you can still stay within the family without adding to the gifts of the family and at the end of the day the gifts of the family are whatever you can contribute to the family and Encanto has amazing music by Lynn Manuel Lynn Manuel mm. Lynn Manuel uh, and he's going to be doing the uh soundtrack of the little mermaid and he did uh oh, wow. in the heights and he did hamilton and the last one that i have is uh hillbilly effigy is that amy adams or who? amy adams okay. and glenn close yeah and it's about the man who had Amy Adams as his mother and Glenn Close as his grandmother and he and I, I know for a fact that we talked about this in a past uh, TV uh, bees buzz however <clears throat> I feel like the main thing that made me want to talk about this again is the fact that 
Mm. It's such an amazing story, and I feel like if anybody hadn't heard about it before then, you need to listen to it, because the first two movies I've seen within the past couple of months... This is one that I saw earlier in the year, and I definitely want everybody to see because it tells us it tells a story of a family that's lost. It tells a story of a family that has unfortunate incidences, precedents among their being, and it's. It's a great story, and Glenn Close is one of my favorite actresses, and that's why it's one of my favorite top three movie premieres of 2021. It is really good. I've seen it myself. And I think, like I said earlier, I think it's time to normalize uh, maybe not-so-happy endings. I know, like, Don't Look Up is somewhat comedic in a sense, but I think... In all these movies, it's like we're they're trying to portray something that is actually serious, and whether that's climate change, global warming, um, and like a bunch of other issues that can deal with race, economy, like whatever that may be, I think it's okay to focus on that in 2021 and on, like. It doesn't just have to be a category of these platforms we're watching. Like, you log on to Netflix and all of a sudden we have different categories. Yeah. I don't think, like, I wish we didn't live in a world, I guess, I mean to say, that we didn't have to, like, log on to a platform to have categories of what we're looking to watch. Um, Because I think that also, in a sense, like, categorizes us in general. I, like, wish we didn't have to come to that for these different platforms like Netflix and basically all of them. Um, I appreciate that, but I also am like, you know what? I wish we didn't have to come to having different platforms categorize, like, our movies and our TV shows. But let's normalize not having happy endings or let's normalize, like, these stories that have to deal with like trial and tribulation and maybe they end great maybe they don't end great but I think it plays into like we don't know what our fate is right now we hope it's great if not like let's keep moving forward and I don't know trying to triumph forward as well and accept and include like all those around us because I think the common theme to it sounds like all of these 2021 movies, TV shows, and more have to deal with, like, inclusion of all. And yeah. also, like, a realization that, like, our life that we knew it was not perfect. And I hope, like we talked about, those silver linings are realizing that it wasn't. So how can we do better? How can we be better? How can we move forward to be better and do better? Um, and I think some of these hit, some of these miss, but for the most part, the ones that we talked about, I think are pretty on point. Obviously American Horror Story has nothing to do with that for the most part, at least some of what Red Pill, Red red Tide, Red Tide has to do with, but I think everything else for the most part is pretty on par with like 
what we're talking about into 2022. Uh, You're a character in that. Raise up. <laughs> AKA cheers. So really quick, uh, less than a minute per per recommendation. Let's go ahead and say if there is a throwback that you watched in 2021 that was not filmed in 2021, exactly what would that show be? Okay, well, I listed a few in our outline. Um, I basically went on this like holiday lane and watched Elf, Holiday, A Wonderful Life, Happiest Season, and Four Christmases, and Family Stone and more. But I think I'll just talk about one in a brief moment. How much time do I have? Perfect. So uh, it was the first time I ever watched A Wonderful Life. And one of my dad's best friends and basically like colleagues in his business just got diagnosed with cancer. Oh and God. somebody basically said to him, like, they mentioned A Wonderful Life. Um, and I had no idea like what this reference was about because I hadn't watched it ever in my life, which is kind of crazy. But, um, basically what I learned from a wonderful life into like basically what he wrote in this like recent post of his from a friend that told him about a wonderful life is that it kind of reigns true to what we're going through again right now. I know I'm over time, but last thing I'll say is. What reigns true right now is that we don't know what the future holds. And I think it's really important to realize, like, in A Wonderful Life, it's like, what, or who are we in this world? And, like, what, if we weren't here, would the world be like? And in A Wonderful Life, clearly, he realizes that all the things that he brought into the world and relationships and how much of meaning he had. Um, and so for my dad's friend, he wrote this whole like thing about a wonderful life of like, he's currently doing chemo, he's doing okay. And he's like, I've been watching and going through like his own like wonderful life moments of I am worthy. I'm reading all these messages. Like if you're in chemo, you have your good and bad days is what I'm like seeing over time from multiple people have going through it. And, and he's like, basically stating that he through messages and encouragement obviously it's the holidays too so like these are like personalized holiday cards and videos and messages but he's like I am a person just because like I have x y and z doesn't mean that, that defines me and it doesn't mean that like if I was gone this is a legacy I'm living but from these like messages i'm learning this is who i am to others so if i can like say from anything i've watched in 2021 in a holiday essence which is basically my throwback because i watched so many other throwbacks but this one means the most to me because i think a wonderful life like yeah we've all lived somewhat of a wonderful life but i guess it doesn't really mean something until you go through what we've all been through in the last two years and or someone like my dad's friend may be sick right now and he's pulling through and looks back 
and realizes it's been a wonderful life, but I'm not done yet. Yeah. So, LFG, let's fucking go. He's not a character in a wonderful life yet because he still's got a lot of living. So, cheers to Craig. We love you so much. And the uh, positivity of prayer. Right. I know that was like super deep. I was not trying to get that deep, but I realized it was the first time that I watched that movie. And it also had a special place um, in my heart because of somebody. So it's fine. No, you cannot control your emotions. Mm mm. Uh, but what Especially I do have to holidays. say is that when it comes to a throwback, I it honestly wasn't to do with Christmas, but it was Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, nothing, I mean, that's a great second best. <laughs> nothing. Excites me more than Gordon Ramsay yelling at somebody about how they're fucking up. One hundo. And don't you want to see Gordon Ramsay verse life? Like him just like spewing things at the wall. Yeah. Like F you world. (laughs) I love Gordon Ramsay. Like they're uh, He has kids. He's a true like he's a sweetheart. He really is. He's a good person at heart, but he's also a great businessman and oh, yeah. that's what you see on his shows the businessman part of everything but if you follow him on tiktok you see him uh hi sweet boy I'll oh, be back. that was my cat making a rare appearance in front of people i think he'll be back for more i'm just saying uh, he wanted his bed. He wanted his bed that's underneath he my had bed. Had to eat. Uh, G- Gordon Ramsay is quite honestly one of the best TikTokers because he will literally react to any of your bullshit videos, and he'll be like, "This looks like shit," and I love that more than anything ever. And uh, basically, that's my only throwback. That's my only throwback. I love watching. Uh, I I love watching him or Robert Irvine on whatever restaurant Impossible is. Uh, just telling people what they're doing wrong with food. I think too. Just to add, twenty twenty one Stanley Tucci, go off. Oh yeah! Like, hell yeah! Go Teach me how to off. make all the drinks, mm-hmm. baby. Yes, and has a great book out right now too so anyways love that we can get right into that but i will before we go right into any yeah before we go into any single before we go into anything let I'm, me like, ask waiting you. on every, like, pen and needle. <laughs> Let me ask you, because, like, I'm trying to think, like, is there any other uh, TV premiere or movie premiere or anything else that we might do? I need to ask you, is there anything else that we might need to cover? Um, I don't know, like, per se, if I need to cover everything of 2021, but I do have something that I feel like I want to share about something else of 2021 besides wedding events and all of like the fun shows and movies 
that we've discussed, and that is something that we haven't discussed, which is music. Music, yes. Which is live music, and we had an opportunity to watch live music. In our county, by the way, um, I know all over, you know, the world and within, like, the states, everything is different, but at least for, like, us in California, recently we were able to have large music festivals again um that being bottle rock which i didn't go to but outside lands in san francisco is like one of the biggest if not the biggest music festivals for i think now like the median age range is like lowering every year because obviously it's like 18 to 25 potentially now but I still feel like it's our music festival. For sure. Um, But I got to see Lizzo, who there were a lot of performers that weekend. But Lizzo, for sure, stood out to me because obviously, A, it's Lizzo. But also, there was a moment, besides, like, the first initial moment of, like, being back in a large crowd, being back in San Francisco, being back. It was Halloween weekend. Everyone was dressed up on just being out in general in the public, listening to music of any kind, and just dancing, being free, running around, like eating, drinking, all the things that you expect from a music festival. If you are a fan of festivals, um, which I am, and I take after my dad, but I will say Lizzo for sure. Like there was a moment where you're like looking up and you're looking at an artist that you love and adore and you're like damn she's speaking to me as she would want to be spoken to as a person that's like any other person going through what we're going through right now and she was lit af in a good way and it was so amazing and there's like really like no words to explain it other than i hope we get that in 2022 i hope we didn't don't get shut down again or events get shut down again um our thoughts are with the east coast right now and really yeah all places around like the world that are not able to to uh feel this and go through this and i just wanted to say that outside lands i hope we see you in 2022 and lizzo that was amazing. It was beautiful. And we can't wait until we see you again. Because that was epic. And you are a freaking rock star. Rye, what about you? Anything else? Well, like... I've watched a lot of TV, I've watched a lot of movies, I've listened to a lot of music, but one thing that I really do have to sell, even though I'm not committed to uh, Paramount+, Plus, I really do hope that you all subscribe to Paramount+, Plus because I really do want you all to uh, watch RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 6, and I also want you to watch one of my favorite things that I've seen this year, which is Star Crossed by Casey Musgraves, which is basically 
the lemonade from Beyonce of country pop music. And I'm not a country fan, and I'm not necessarily a pop fan, but I am a Casey Musgraves fan, and Starcrossed is literally her album that's filled with stories of her divorce and her star-crossedness. Like, we reference Romeo and Juliet in the last 30 minutes, and it literally is her Romeo and Juliet story. Two star-crossed lovers that are just... You know, she just wants to be a good wife. She wants to... She wants the American she wants, dream. She wants not only she wants everybody's dream. Am I the breadwinner? Am I the one that thanks you for the life that you've had? Am I the light at the end of the tunnel? She's playing the character. Yeah, she's the character. She's the character. And uh, at the end of the day, I feel like if you do not have Paramount Plus, you need to download it just to see Casey Musgraves uh, star-crossed and I also hope that if you like us as a podcast that you listen to Sibling Rivalry which is Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen two winners of various forms of of drag race and I hope that you all just listen to them and uh, they are two black gay people who are doing this podcast, and I want you all to listen to them because they, you know, if you are white and you are not listening to uh, African American or any colored people's podcasts or streams on YouTube or television shows, That you educate yourself because it's only going to take a black writer to tell their own story. And over the past two years, we have been fucked up in terms of African-American representation. That is true. There can be characters, but there cannot be stories written by them, by white people. So, go ahead and listen to... uh, Go ahead and listen to Bob and Monet on Sibling Rivalry. I cannot wait. Thank you for that. And thank you, I guess, in a way, 2021 for making us step outside of potentially comfort zone, potentially our box for some, and introducing us to certain movies, seasons, series, podcasts, books, anything, any kind of media that you have to give to us to review next year, we are more than willing to do so. Yeah, so LFG, let's go. Let's fucking go. Let us be a character in your 2022. We love you Thanks, 2021. It's time to go. We'll see you back for our next part where we review nothing but fun. As somebody who has rosacea, 
I do not feel confident in my day-to-day -day life. However, with the confidence of Arbonne, and especially their Jelly Overnight Face Cream, I do feel confident now because I know that Arbonne has not only my back, but my face. I really would like to let everybody know that my beautiful co-host, Princess Gina Marie, has everything that it takes to get your skin into its optimal resonance. I am going to tell you that I use the jelly cream at night. I do do an eye lift every single night around my ojos. And I also do every single thing in terms of my most orchid beauty in terms to make my skin feel soft, succulent, and supple. I would love to let the world know that all Gina is is a DM away to go ahead and give yourself a brighter day. Let Arbonne be your 2022 re resolution. Let Arbonne be your skin be gone. <laughs> hey guys, in true TVB's fun, we are going to go ahead and do a couple of quizzes based on our favorite website, BuzzFeed. So, we're going to have a little bit of fun time, and the first game that we're going to do is Gina's game, which is entitled, what? Make a holiday drink for Duncan, and I'll tell you if they would put it on the menu or not. Ooh. Okay, are you All ready? Right. I am so ready for you. So, Ryan, choose the base. Tea, hot coffee, hot chocolate, or iced coffee? I would want iced coffee. Add in a flavor shot. Vanilla, hazelnut, toasted almond, or coconut? Toasted almond, 100%. No, actually, sorry, coconut. Okay, we can still do that. Add in a flavor swirl. Caramel, peppermint mocha, butter pecan, or toasted white chocolate? I don't know what you would choose, but I would probably choose butter pecan because I love the taste of nuts. Any whipped cream, yes or no? No. No, I would never. No, no, no. no Any no. side deal. Wake up wrap, bagel with cream cheese, ham, egg, and cheese. Uh, I'd probably choose a bagel with cream cheese just in case I feel my blood sugar running low. Any toppings? Peppermint bark, mint leaf, or cold foam? Ooh. I might choose a little bit of cold foam. Okay, I'm actually changing a few things around. So one moment, please. Lastly, choose a name. Is it ho-ho foam, around the fire, chocolate bark, or sleigh all day? I think my drink would be called sleigh all day. But totally. I'm going to wait until you're... I'm going to say ho-ho foam for show. Ah! They loved it. They loved mine, too. Go ahead and read what they loved it means. Your drink was as close to classic Duncan as you could be, while still being different and unique. 
you achieve the difficult task of crafting the holidays into one single cup. I think Ho-Ho Foam is really like all-time favorite. That's Thanks, what, Duncan. Thank you, Duncan. What is your BuzzFeed, or maybe it's not BuzzFeed, fun quiz? It is also from BuzzFeed, but it is... Uh, Waiting for you guys to sponsor us. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever wondered which flower matches your personality? Sure. Just answer a few wet, random questions and we'll find out. Okay. So what's your favorite season? I'm going to say summer. Minus spring. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Cat. I'm going to say that I'm both. Choose your favorite place on earth. Is it Disneyland, the beach, home, or home. your bed? Mine is my bed. Pick the prettiest sunset. One like there's like one sunset for each season. So I'm gonna use say your imagination. Uh, the beach sunset. I want this one. Gotcha. Yellow. Off the dock. Beach set. Choose your hair color. Blonde, brown, black. Ginger, multicolored, or other. Well, mine is brown. That's fucking boring. Halloween is my favorite holiday. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas, Easter, Halloween, or New Year's Day? Oh. You might be surprised to learn this, but it's actually Easter. Wonderful. And finally, pick your favorite color. Pink, green, yellow, red. And of these, pink. Red, black, white, Blue or purple? Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't purple. even see the purple. Purple is mine. Well, I already chose it, so... I got the same. We both got sunflower? Yes. Go ahead and read it off, babe. Your smile is gorgeous and makes everyone around you feel happier. You have a positive attitude and a beautiful spirit. The world could use more people like you. I wonder if I chose purple, if it still would have done the same thing. <laughs> So, my final thoughts are, like, we think very similarly. Yes. We also have a very, very, very beautiful connection in terms of media and what we want to watch. Always. And I feel like my final thought for us is that we're feeling very Yovani. We are feeling so Yovani, almost to the point where I think you should let our TVs know about our new announcement. So, we do have two episodes left of this season, and uh, spoiler alert, next TVBs is going to be a dual episode <laughs> Go ahead and do that one more time. We're going to be doing White Lotus and Nine Perfect Strangers because we feel like they are so interdimensionally connected to each other. Uh, but uh, we have something very exciting to share with you guys and that it's uh, after season two is over, we're going to be doing a mini season of TVB's Retro. Hell yeah, Brian. What does that mean, Retro? Basically, we're going to be taking shows such as The Flintstones, such as The Jetsons, such as Bewitched, or 
even I Love Lucy or The Addams Family. And we are going to be explaining where the background of each show came from. And we're going to be telling you guys how it became such a cultural phenomenon, uh, you know, half of a decade later. Hell yeah. Uh, so Retro is going to be meeting the 1950s and the 60s to the current. and With a uh, bunch of I betcha didn't knows. With your a true fact checker, I guess so. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and when it comes right down to it, your fact checker for all of these shows is going to be not the one that you <laughs> expected to be the fact checker because Somebody Mr. Ryan also might know more. everything about all of these retro shows. Uh, and then uh, catch us next Weekend for the uh, TVB's podcast or the next episode for the TVB's Buzz podcast where we go ahead and rank Ratchet, The Undoing, Pose, Feud, The Haunting, Hollywood, Euphoria, Glow, The Act, Tiger King, White Lotus and Nine Perfect Strangers, so you can see exactly where we fall in line with each show. Because at the end of the day, two best friends can't have the two best. Uh, we can't really have the best predictions or rankings. And also, uh, by that time, well, Tiger King already has like a few follow-ups, but Euphoria will probably be out. Mm-hmm. And that is so exciting. We might just do like a random throw it in there quick little live or who knows? Maybe even a little quick buzz. Oh, well, we're always a little bit quickly buzzed. Always, because we're characters in our own story. Cheers, you bees. See you soon. Be the character of your own life and cheers yourself one more time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. We will see you next time when we uh, when we talk to you about things. Things. Love you guys. Bye. TVBs. One last thing. It's all about the who. The, the TVBs. What you need to do is go to www.what. Spreadshirt.what.com slash what TVB's podcast. All you need to do is listen up and write you just buy our merch. Just buy our merch. Just buy our merch. We have mugs, glugs, everything that you ever wanted. All you need to do is buy it. Hoodies, shirts, skirts. Merch. 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 Come get it now. Come get it now.